1: Good morning. Hey, I'm glad you agreed to uh, join us here in this Divorce Literacy Spotlight. This is awesome.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. So what I'll do is I'll read your bio, and then after that, I'll ask you some questions about your practice. Perfect. So Cindy Runge has practiced law for over 30 years and is admitted to the bar in both Massachusetts and New York. She is the founder and owner of... Family Law in Boston, where she focuses on family law, collaborative law, and divorce mediation. She is a member and former VP of the Massachusetts Council on Family Mediation. She is also a member of the Massachusetts Collaborative Law Council, the Family Law Section of Massachusetts Bar Association, Massachusetts Academy of Trial Attorneys, and the New York State Bar Association Commission of Family and the Law. That's quite an impressive resume. So what I was looking on, I believe it might have been your LinkedIn profile, and I'm just going to read something that I found that I thought was great from you. And it, it says, the current state of the world only serves to remind Cindy of the reason she became a family law attorney in the first place, protecting and caring for those we love and the importance of family. In furtherance of her vision, uh, she opened Paradot Family Law. The Paradot stone, known for bringing peace, health, and positive growth, figuratively represents the vision of our outcome that she strives to help her clients attain, based on their clients' individual goals, needs, and circumstances. I think that's great, you know, because <laughs> well, you know, when you say the importance of the family. I mean, that's like the whole thing, right? That's since um what's more important nothing that's really what it comes down to because if you break that down if first of all if you have it solid no matter what comes your way you're good right um and and so you're, you're definitely have taken that vision to make sure you, you keep that intact and so let me ask you so when people come to you is i have to assume your, your first uh, part of the process is asked you know, what their vision is. I mean, cause it, I heard there's life after divorce, right? You know? <laughs> so the there question is-, is, what does that look like?
0: Yeah. It, it? it really depends on the person. You know, I think that is something that we, we do when we meet with folks, we try to get a sense of, you know, when this is over, what do you want this to look like? Are there small kids? Have you been married for a long time? You know um, what are the circumstances And every, every couple it's different.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking thirty years of the law. So I'm, I'm thinking about how things were thirty years ago, and I see your, you know, you 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 get the family law. You've done some litigation, and now you got mediation. So you go from being a fighter to a peacemaker, or so. But I guess the question is, when someone says, "All right, we're going to fight," what what percent ends up having? A, they end up settling anyways. And you wonder why did you stop the fight to begin with?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I've, my career, you know, I started out, well, started out doing real estate primarily for 10 years. And then I was working in the museum field and I was dealing with intellectual property. So kind of Mm -hmm. everything from the dirt below and everything from the dirt above. (laughs) And, um, then I went through my own family law event. And so that woke me up so to speak to family law practice because I never had an interest in it prior to that. Cause it just okay. had no, it didn't resonate for me. Right. Um, and I started off by doing bar advocate work, um, you know, people who are involved with DCF and, um, made my way into the divorce sphere. You know, I started off with, you know, a lot of mediation and, um, sometimes we'd be mediating, you know, who gets the TV, but, as time went on, we were looking at, well, who gets the RSUs and how many? Um, so it, it, it's been um, an interesting, interesting process. Um, one of the things that I really like about family law is just that it is a way to help people. And having been through the process myself a, a long time ago, right. um, I can understand a lot of the feelings that people might have. Um you know, being afraid for their future and and wondering what um what they' you know what it's going to look like when their divorce is over,
1: so having haven't gone through a divorce yourself, looking back now and, and if someone was going to start off going through a divorce what what would you what advice would you give someone to look for like the first step, just even thinking about going through a divorce
0: honestly, I think having a good therapist. Okay. It's going to be really important because even for folks that have never been to a therapist, um, this is a life changing event. It's like on that list of, you know, the top 10 things that are major. Divorce is is one of them. And um, you really need to have a good support system in place. And I think doing your homework, um, talking to different professionals, um, finding out about what you need to do if you're going to be going down that road most people who i meet basically have been thinking about it for some time and it's not unusual for them to show up 6 months a year sometimes longer um after i've in- initially met with them because okay. it's a long process
1: right so when when folks are looking to decide who to hire um what should they look for um you know cuz it, it it's got to be the right fit i imagine right if you're if it's a long process you're going to be with that professional throughout the
0: process. Yeah, I think um I think what's really important is is finding someone that you have a good fit with. And so I think it's a, you know a sort of an analogy might be dating. You know, you want to meet yeah. a lot of different people. So not only can you find out what you do like, but what you don't like. So you want to find out what somebody's um how somebody's going to approach your um your particular situation
1: okay and the what's been thrown out i say the term uh, lately is collaborative law versus a regular you know typical divorce process what's the difference and which do you prefer
0: so collaborative law involves um a, you know attorneys and professionals who are collaboratively trained and so you go through, you know, I think the initial training's like um, I' say like a week long. And um you even though you're working with someone as an attorney and a client, you have a, a duty of care, a fiduciary duty to that client, um, you're also working together as a team. And we usually use a coach who's like a mental health professional, and that person helps people stay on track. So you have meetings that, you know, everyone prepares for. They know what's going to be discussed at a particular meeting. The coach is there in case the parties get stuck or the lawyers get stuck. Okay. And the goal is you're going to stay around the table and come up with an agreement that you can both file with the court. If for some reason the parties aren't able to do that, then and someone files, for example, then in a pure collaborative case, both attorneys would withdraw so the okay. idea is that there's a huge incentive for the people to finish, you know, st- stay at the proverbial table and get an agreement together.
1: OK, so in the beginning, everyone's on, at least in the beginning, they're on the same page that they're going to try to take this approach. Yes. And, and get, right. okay. All right. now with, um again, 30 years, is there any particular case that kind of impacted how you do your practice?
0: So it's interesting. Um, in some ways they all do, you know, okay. I mean, certainly I, I had my own, but, um, what made me, when, when I think about that, it makes me realize that no matter how big or how small, when it's your own situation, it has a lot more meaning. Yep. <laughs> so you have to be mindful of that when you're dealing with people. Oddly enough, as a result of the pandemic, I feel like, although when people come to me, <laughs> I really try to encourage them to look at mediation or collaborative law. Uh I tend to uh, draw a lot of people who wanted to do that, but the other side, for whatever reason, didn't. So we actually have a lot of litigation cases. So although I started family law, primarily with mediation, collaborative law, I've kind of shifted the other way. Um, I still try to resolve things peacefully. You know, and when you're working with other people, you just you have to look out for your client. So that's what we try to do. Oh,
1: no, that's great. And if someone wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
0: Uh you we have a, a contact on our website, Parado Family Law, and um my LinkedIn profile also has contact information and um yeah, I'm happy to talk to anyone with about questions about family law, the divorce process.
1: Oh, that's great! And do you have like a final thought you'd like to leave us with?
0: Um, just trust your gut. Take your time. Don't make any rash decisions. One of the things that pretty much every person going through a divorce wants is to get it over with fast. Yeah. But you really need to take a step back. You know, people say you sometimes you spend six months, a year, or more planning a wedding. You've been married for a long time. You need to take time to unbecome unmarried. So that's
1: great. Well, Cindy, this has been awesome. I, again, I definitely appreciate you joining the spotlight here.
0: (laughs) Glad to, glad to help. I hope it was helpful.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. absolutely. Well, you have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on Divorce Mortgage Planning at DivorceLendingAssociation.com.